Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And we are done gossiping for a hot second. Uh, just for now. We were gossiping before we went on the Maybe air. a little bit. Which isn't very polite. My mother said, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Come sit by me. <laughs> That's a little... I gave you a little steel magnolias while Thank standing. Thank you for that. And doing Drink a bevel. Drink your juice, Shelby. You Drink. did. I just got a, a Rob Schneider bevel. Which and is it was kind of amazing. Sexy. You know who taught me? For the one and only... <laughs> Freddie Martinez. Oh my gosh, you and that Freddie Martinez. He's very excited to go see Prince of Broadway. Ooh, as am I. Do you know why? Why? Because. Oh my God. I must share this story. Don't roll your eyes at me, Kevin David Thomas. I must share a story. I have not seen Hal Prince since 1968. This is a true story. I could have been in company. I could have been in Follies. I could have played one of the ghosts and the other things that bored the audience. I could have been one of those things. Mm. I could have been the cello in a little night music. <laughs> I could have had the role of the reciter in Pacific Overtures. Oh. But not to be. No. Opening night of Darling of the Day, Mm-mm. 1968. No. I was at Howard Johnson's. I had the Blue Plate special. Mm. I got food poisoning. And as I was introduced to Hal Prince on the red carpet, I vomited on his hush puppies. And he has never forgiven me. I'm very excited to see all the shows that I've missed since the 1968 opening night of Darling of the Day, for I've never returned to anything that had Hal Prince involved for fear that he would give me a bill for the shoes and I could not afford to pay them. <laughs> oh, my God. Blueberry compost and a diet tab all over the man's oh shoes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But Darling of the Day was lovely. It starred Patricia Rutledge and Vincent Price. Good Vincent old. Price, the great actor. The who great once, musical theater actor. Brilliant musical theater actor. Who once said to me, and I quote, Are you in line? <laughs> I was panhandling outside of a McDonald's. That's it. Uh, nice. That was a great performance art piece. I just... <laughs> 
you haven't seen me until I played Julius Caesar. I love your mame. <laughs> mame? He's mm-hmm. a mame? Yeah. Oh, he would be a good mame. He'd be a great mame. I was mame Dennis at the Shawnee Playhouse. <laughs> Shawnee. I got five oh. EMC points. <laughs> I'm still, I hold a record, you know. I am the oldest EMC candidate in American theater today. Mm. I am at, let's see, hold on. I, how many did I say I got Carry from the, the Shawnee? One. I got two with the Shawnee. Yeah, I don't know. I have two points. <laughs> <laughs> Moving uh, on up. I almost got a point for Pump Boys and Dinettes at Woodstock Playhouse. Mm, no. But apparently, you actually had to have been cast in the show to get the point, and you can't just sing along in the audience and say, <laughs> I was in Pump Poison Dinettes at the Woodstock Playhouse. I covered the Deborah Monk roll, which is also my favorite type of dinner roll, the Deborah Monk roll. <laughs> I get it at Sashima Sushi. You just pulled that one out. That was I good. did. That was good. That's my favorite sushi. Oh my I'll get it right. My favorite sushi is the Deborah Monk roll. So that's bad. it. That's it. It took me there a while. There it is. Now you got it. Oh, finally a joke. When I <laughs> when I went to Benihana, I got the Deborah Monk roll. My favorite restaurant. Is it really? Benihana is my favorite place to go. Really? I've spent more birthdays at Benihana than any restaurant ever. I didn't know you, you like sushi? I like dinner theater, Rob. I like dinner theater. You like those performances? Uh, that they give? I like an onion stack that looks like a volcano. I like trying to get those shrimp, not the shrimp or whatever they want to try to toss in my mouth. I like when they try to toss it in their hat. I like when they when they do the little knife trick and they're like flip, 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 flip. I like when they. I love clapping for them. I like eating the food. I love Benihana so much. You're welcome, Benihana. You're welcome. What are they paying to do pl- promos? I, I, I've been to them Next all week over. you're going to tell me about how you got your sleep number right. No, the best is when you go to a, a, a non-Benihana a Japanese hibachi. Benny Hilhana. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Yes. And that they're naked. And what? You, what, no, where are you going? <laughs> Benny Hill. I don't know. <laughs> Benny Hill's like all that. But <laughs> I like it because they, uh, they, they, they break the rules in those ones. They're, they're like Sutton, huh. they, they had the sake that they, they make the fried rice with. And they like they were like. To Sutton, they're like, open your mouth. So they start squirting it, but they don't stop until she's like, stop. And it's coming all over her mouth. Okay. I hope to God somebody just walked in listening to this and have no idea what we're talking about. (laughs) Speaking of squirting in people's mouths, I remember my first Obi ceremony. (laughs) How do you listen to musicals when you have a new musical? Listen to musicals? Yeah, no, no. With my no, ears. No, no, no. But do you And sit, my heart. Do you, <laughs> do you sit and like not do anything? Do you do a, do you watch other things? Do you read? Or do, when it's a new musical, Darling of the Day, first time listen, do you sit down and do you just focus on the musical Oh, lyrics? what a great question. You know what I normally do? I like taking walks at night. Um, oh. I really, Yeah. I like taking walks. So what I'll usually do is I'll, I'll put something on on uh, on show on on like on the walk, and I'll go that way and I'll listen yeah. to it. I don't. I like. We're in the shower. I love listening to music. I'm a Pisces, uh, so <laughs> no, no. That, seriously, so, no. So like, water. wait, when's your birthday? Oh, February 25th. Uh-huh. What are you? 
uh, Cancer, but Sun's a Pisces. Too. Yeah, I usually find that like when I'm directing, my best ideas come when I'm in the shower. Mm. Like, do you take long showers? I do. Wow, I really do. It, do you sing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got oh, a, I got a shower playlist. Do you really? I do. I have a shower playlist. What's on your shower play- playlist? Right oh, now? it depends on it depends on like what's on the go- shower. What's going on? Like um, the first three numbers are usually something energetic. Three? Then, yeah. Oh my god. And then like the last two are ballads because it's like get out of the shower now. Wow, you really like have like a little kiki in the shower. Usually, um, it start like recently. Like my shower this morning was. It started off with waving through a window from Dear Evan Hansen. Waving, yeah, which is great, especially like when you're lifting your arms in the shower. Oh, yeah. It's really great. Get that those notes going. Then usually Penny in my pocket from Hello Dolly <laughs> goes in there. Um, and then what else was on there today? Oh, um, 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 uh, uh, I believe from Book of Mormon. Oh, geez. It's on there. Then we slow down a little bit. Mm. We go into... Starmites. S- no. Okay. Not that slow. All right. Then we go into uh, Someone Wonderful I Missed from I Love My Wife. Oh, my... G- g- oh. And then we end, end with a really nice ballad, and it was Nancy Lamott's Rhode Island is oh, Famous for You. Oh, that's nice. And you had told me this... I, I forgot to mention this when we did the Nancy Lamott episode. You told me that Jonathan Schwartz ends all of his radio shows... With so the, the great Nan- yeah. Arthur Schwartz's... Uh, son, uh, Jonathan Schwartz, who hosts the uh, radio sh- show on uh, WNYC mm-hmm. or WQXR. Oh, shit, what, one of the WQXR. Two. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he ends every episode with a with a with a Nancy Lamont song. That's so nice. It's really special. I want to get him on this show. Definitely. Oh, we would love to have yeah. him. Oh my gosh, my god, my god, my god. Uh, but the, don't you do a shower playlist? I do not sing in the shower. What well, you have a beautiful voice. I, maybe you sing I enjoy singing. I love to sing. But I, I, I'm not a shower singer. Wow. I will listen to music, but I often listen to podcasts. Uh, not our podcast, but often like uh, 99% Invisible or there's a new constant. I like political stuff too. Podcasts I will sit and listen to. Yeah. Oh, you will like sit and listen to them. Yeah. It's very hard for me sometimes to listen to podcasts on the subway because the noise of the train yeah, sometimes the ambient drown noise. out words yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or if I'm driving a car anywhere, I'll listen mm-hmm, to a podcast. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, cast recordings, I usually take a walk and listen to them. Mm. Not distracted by anything. No, I like What about that. you? Yeah, I, I will listen to them on, uh, if I have good headphones, not the Apple headphones, but like good headphones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will listen to them on like the subway ride. I will listen to a cast recording because it's the perfect amount. Mm. It takes me about an hour to go anywhere. So that's a, that's a pretty good amount of time to listen. Uh, I've re- I have a lot of records. And I like to listen yeah. to them, but it's hard because I have a full house, so it's hard to have the time to listen to the records in the house. So I will plug in headphones and listen to that. When when Sutton is watching Real Housewives of XYZ County, I will listen to a record and still be in the room, but listening to a record. Yeah. Um, but I find that I have to focus on it. I if I'm doing other things and listening to something for the first time, I can't read. I can't do other stuff. Do you read the like the lyrics along with it, or you just? I have listen? when I listen to Hamilton for the first time. I I, I you need I, to on Hamilton. I think so. Yeah, there's so much information coming at you. It's hard to just Hamilton. Get you got to keep going back oh to God. more and more. And I find that with anything I listen to, even if I don't like it, I want to listen to it twice so I can real at least mm. so I can really. That's really get lovely. My ear into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. You know, I listened to recently. It's not a favorite thing, but Celebration, the Harvey Jones and Tom Schmidt. Yes. Uh, 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 it's on Spotify, and I finally listened to it because I love 110 in the Shade. I like I Do, I Do. I love Fantastics. What's not to like about Celebration? 
It's great. Yeah, Celebration is a, a great I, I've story. I've listened to it four or five times now. And wasn't that part of, weren't they trying to start like a new musical theater lab? And that was yeah, part of it. Yeah, they were really kind of, uh, I want to say, off, off Broadway yeah. in the feeling of it. It's very organic yes. and very Liz Suedos kind of like, <laughs> I don't know why I associate her with, but with that's, organic that's, making of musicals. But, but they did. They were very organic yeah. and very avant-garde is the word. Yeah, avant-garde is right. Sorry, there was a, is there a fly coming at you? coming at me. Yeah. Hit it. Hit it. You got it. You got it. Wow. It's the ghost of El Gallo coming for you. <laughs> Old Jerry Orbach. Oh, Jerry Orbach. God, oh, man, I, I wish him. I could have chatted with him. Wouldn't that have been wonderful? Yes. Oh, my God. Just sit down and talk to him about Carnival alone would have made me happy. Right. Uh, what do you have I was, today? I was going to sing. What's that song? Her face? Yeah. I, actually, I, I was actually going to as well. Two and I other hands. We've had enough songs on this episode already that I just thought, uh, I don't know, is... I think. But that would take two other hands, not mine. I sang her face for a clear to sell rosacea industrial. Her face for a clear to sell industrial. Because <laughs> she has pimples on her face. Got it. And clear to sell will clear, clear it so up. So good. But that would take clear to sell. Not mine. <laughs> that didn't work. You know, Kevin, they can't all be gold here. Sorry. Some have to be bronze, silver, Sometimes. rust. <laughs> rust, copper, tinfoil, aluminum. Um, what is my favorite thing? Oh, what a great question. Mine is, ooh, well, because we had the Tony Awards a while back. Mine's a Tony Award. Oh. Broadcast. Oh, I know you love your Tony Ward broadcasts. I he do flips indeed. His glasses I at do me. indeed. And this was one of my. Uh, fi- I, it's. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. you just like yeah. I love you it. Just I love squealed it. Squealed a little. All right. Okay. So decade, eighties. You love your eighties. Well, they're so good. Are Seven- they? Because some that year, the, that decade. Come on. There were a couple of those years where, like, one musical nominated "Wind in the Willows." I mean, okay, okay, let's let's have a moment here. We in 1989 were the worst Tonys ever. Eighty nine, yeah, because it was Jerome Robbins Broadway, Star Might, largely New York, largely New York. I I don't even know. It's a Bill Irwin thing. Mm. They made it a music. Oh God! Mm. And someone's going to scream this at me. The fourth nominated musical was something British. Maybe. I don't know this. What did I say? What have I already said? I said Star... Not Miss Saigon. No. Jerome Robbins Broadway. That was 90, 91. Oh, Black and Blue. Oh, yes. So Jerome Robbins, Black and Blue, their reviews. Star Mice. Yeah. And largely yeah. New York was like a play with music. Yeah. That's so a anyway, year. that's a bad year. So it's not 89. Not 89. Okay. okay. Uh, 83. Uh, not 83. Okay, I'm, just, I'm just throwing out numbers. Okay, so in 1984, it's not 84, but in 1984 was a really exciting year on Broadway because the nominees were Baby, Sunday in the Park, The Rink, Lacage. and Lacage. And the Tony Awards were like, we're going to do a tribute that year to Jerry Herman, Candor, and Ebb, and... Not Sondheim? And Sondheim. Okay. And so then the next year, 1985, those are my Tony Awards. Okay. They were like, Rob. oh, that writing thing where we celebrated the writers worked really well. So who do we want to celebrate this year? And they picked Julie Stein, mm. Cy Coleman, mm. and Andrew Lloyd Webber. And they were like, we're going to celebrate them. Now, you have to remember, 1985 is a really 
bad year for the, for musicals. Yeah. Because they that was the year they were like, we're not nominating a lead Nothing. actor or actress in a musical or choreography because we don't think anything is good enough. Yeah, there, were, there wasn't enough stuff. So no lead actor, no lead actress. They didn't even th- say, oh, like this year with the with Encounter, like we'll just give an honorary sound design oh, no. award. They, 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 they were, weren't even like, oh, we'll give an honorary best no, they got, actor in a musical. They got nothing. This was, this was the wow. 39th Tony Awards and they had no leading actor, actress in a musical or choreographer. The nominees for best musical that year and they all have little displays on the show was Grind, which we've talked about a lot. We have a lot. Big River. Okay. Leader of the Pack. The oh, Ellie Greenwich yes. musical. One of the first jukebox musicals ever. And a musical that closed before the Tonys even came out. And it was nominated for... And it was nominated for Best Musical. Do you know what it is? Because I have a really gross story that I'm going to send along with it. Marilyn? Quilters. Quilters! Can I tell you my quilter story? Please do. Okay. When I was in... Oh, my goodness. ...high school, I used to make fun of quilters all the time because I thought... No offense, anybody. I'll tell you why. There were community theaters I mean, everywhere. It's like Cross Stitch, the musical. <laughs> I can go to Joanne's Fabrics. We can Damn. hum along. We'll call it a day. I got it. So I used to make fun of it a lot just because all the theaters around me were always doing quilters. It was quilters. very popular for a while. It was very popular. Yeah. Every theater, you were like, what do they do? Quilters. Like, no matter what was going like, on. Always Patsy Cline yeah. and quilters. Like, <laughs> like our season this year. And Agnes from, of God. From January? No. From January <laughs> to February, it's quilters. And then in March, our spring musical is going to be quilters. And then over the summer, we're very excited because we're going to do quilters. Quilters is back. And like, <laughs> so anyway, my best friend, Laura was convinced that I was joking and that I really liked quilters. And so for my birthday, I think it was my 18th birthday, she said, I've got a big gift for you. Get in the car. We're going down to L.A. because I lived in the suburbs. And we, she dropped me off at a community theater. And she's like, we're going to go see quilters. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, we're going to go see quilters. She goes, I know that you love it so much. And I'm like, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> like, I'm sarcastic. When I say I love quilters, I'm being sarcastic. And she's like, oh, I didn't know that. She's like, but we're going to go see Quilters tonight. We have to go see Quilters. So we, in this community theater, it was the worst production of Quilters I've ever had seen ever in my seen life. Had you ever seen it before? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course I had. Oh, yeah. Because I had seen it 90 freaking times. Oh, you. so you yeah. actually had seen it. I thought, other... I'm sorry. I, I thought for many you meant the Broadway and production. Is all they do is just sit and just quilt the whole time? Each patch on the quilt is a different part of their life. It's not Aww. when it's done right. It's not a bad musical. But I, you know when you see so many bad productions, you're like, I can't take it anymore. Exactly. So this is my favorite part of Quilters. I hope I'm getting this part of the story right. But I remember the second part of the story. Claire Isabel. So it's just uh, these women on stage. And there's a tornado that comes that wipes out the entire town. And so they do this like interpretive dance, these women. And that house... Goes away and they all like fall on the Rob's floor. Rob's doing a, like a Bill in, T. Jones yeah, in, like, sort of choreographic and they, Spring Awakening and they routine all right now. Fall and there's dead silence. Mm. Their music isn't playing just so the silence intensifies the dramatic moment. And the <laughs> last actress, I swear to you, she falls on the floor gracefully. She lands on her back and then she turns over on her stomach and as she's turning, no. she lets out the biggest fart <laughs> I ever heard in my life. And since that day, I hate to say this, we call the show Quilters. <laughs> Explicit rating. <laughs> That's good. But I was farted on. In a production nice alliteration of Quilters. too. Thank you. Yeah. I was farted yeah. on in a production of Quilters. Best part of the show, huh? 
Actually, yeah. And intermission was pretty good. Yeah, I liked Amazing. intermission. So anyway, um, go see Quilters. Okay, so that was part of the... Uh, we forget that that was part of the, the 1985 So that was part of Broadway the 1985 season. season. And w- okay, and there are also some other... So for Julie Stein highlights, uh, Susan Anton um, does a... Who's that? I don't even know who that is. She was... Sorry, Susan. No, she really wasn't that famous. Was she like representing the league? I mean, like, what is <laughs> Susan? No, Susan Anton was a singer in the seventies. Like oh she did God. Vegas all the time. Oh, she wasn't man. that successful. She really wasn't so that successful. Sorry. But to represent Julie Stein, she sings "Little Girl from Little Rock." Um, this is the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. Cy Coleman to represent Cy Coleman. They have George Hearn come out. And sing "Hey, Look Me Over" while dancing a hoedown. Have you ever seen George Hearn dance a hoedown? Uh, I, f- first of all, George Hearn singing "Hey, Look Me Over." Hey, Second of all, "Look Me Over" yeah, with his like double chin, yeah. pulling Let his neck over. back, and then also doing a hoedown is uh, kind of amazing. And then wow. the, the pièce de résistance is they have Dick Van Dyke come out and sing oh. "Gus the Theater Cat" what? from <laughs> Memories. <laughs> Which is kind of Are genius. You? They were like all of Angela Weber's catalog up until that point. And they yep. were like, hmm, gosh, what song can we have Dick Van Dyke? Gus the Theater Gus Cat. Gus the Theater there Cat. It is. There it is. And there are little nothing snippets from Avita, of other songs. Nothing from Jesus Christ Superstar. Nothing from, no. Nothing from Joseph. No. Oh, well, they do have, well, they have little snippets of little bits of Andrew Lloyd Webber, but like the big song is Dick Van Dyke singing Gus the mm. Theater Cat. Which but is it, a spoken song. Yes. Yes. Okay. My favorite part, though, this is actually why I think people should Your watch it. Your favorite thing, yes. My favorite thing is at the end of the broadcast, which is really cool, they bring out three pianos, and Cy Coleman sits at one, Julie Stein sits at one, and Andrew Lloyd Webber sits at one. And they're like, even though they've created oh, wow. this amazing body of work, they're still writing, and they're going to give us glimpses of three songs that they're working on for upcoming productions. Brilliant. So Andrew Lloyd Webber sings, uh, he, he plays uh, Tell Me on a Sunday. From okay. um, yeah, is that is that it had already been written? But yes, yeah, so no, I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. What's the one from Song and Dance? Not an unexpected no, t- song. Take me to yeah. a park that's covered with trees. So she, he sings that while Maureen McGovern, or he plays that while Maureen McGovern sings. Lovely. Then this I find so interesting. Ju- the Julie Stein one. They're like, and Julie Stein is working on a musical of Treasure Island. Not Red Shoes. Not Red Shoes. Like, he's working on a musical version of Treasure Island, which then went to Canada the next year and didn't go beyond Canada. Um, and the wow. song was called Rainbow's End. Wow. And George Hearn sang it. and It was very lovely. But we're never going to hear that song ever again. Never. And then Cy Coleman was working on a show called 13 Days to Broadway, which was about a group of people putting a show on on the road, like a, a musical on the road, yeah. which also never went anywhere. And there was a song called You There in the Back Row. And that's the big number that everybody ends with. It's the Not whole like company. The, the, isn't there like You There in the Back Row? Yeah, that's row. it. That's it? Yeah. That's Cy Coleman? Yeah. Jeez. That, you did good. What is that also some... Did they recycle that for something I else? I thought it was Sondheim, but that, uh, uh, but I'm completely wrong. No. But I would have guessed that. You there in the back row. That's it. Yeah. Cy Coleman's da, 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 play... Dee. Yeah, plays it, and the whole cast sings it. Aww. Which I think is what I find... It's so nice to be like, oh my God, they're, they're, look, look at this. And then you go, one out of those three <laughs> came. Hey, that's showbiz, kid. That's... <laughs> 
you know? <laughs> That's how the Tony should have ended, with you popping and going, that's showbiz kid. Yeah. And in something <laughs> very touching, they gave an honorary award to Huel Brenner a few months before he dies. Oh, and wow. so, because he had, he had been playing the king. It was, was his last tour, the king and I. That's all he did was, <laughs> did the, he do a you know what I really wanted to see? I wanted to see him play Dolly Levi and Carol Channing play the king of Siam. Just to like Actually, spice up gonna, those long-running well, they performances. they were going to alternate roles. Like every night, they would just like pick and choose, which, you know, tonight we're going to do king and I, tomorrow night we're going to do Dolly. I'm going to be Dolly. You're going to be Hor- <laughs> Ephraim, let me go. <laughs> the Oakley fell out of my Bible. That's good. That's a good uh, Gil Brenner. Thank you. Yes. Before the parade. And you can see. Passes by. And, Car- can and see Carol's like. <laughs> it's a puzzle. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, and one, good. two, three. And one, two, three. And one, two, three. Ooh, it's saturate. Saturate. <laughs> That's how she does it. It's I mean, she's Anna. I'm dying. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's, that's okay. That's genius. <laughs> if they had just flipped roles, can yeah, you imagine? Totally. Flip a coin. I put my hand in there. Etc. 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 Mr. Van der Gelder. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my God. that would be, I would That's pay good. money for that. Oh, okay. yes. So please. mine is the, ladies and gentlemen, the 1985 Tony Awards. I like that, Rob. I'm going to check that out. fully available on YouTube. But if you don't have a lot of time, just skip to the end. Indeed. To watch um, Cy Coleman, Julie Stein, and Andrew Lloyd Webber perform I'm, songs that never went anywhere. I definitely want to see that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. What about you? Um, I have a, uh, it's, it's a recording. It, it, it is a show, but it's the recording that I want to celebrate um, from 2006. It is. I want to. I'm going to call it a song cycle. Even I would say it's a cousin. It's best friends of songs for a new world. Is it Jason Robert Brown? No. But here's the really cool thing, and I'm surprised more people haven't talked about this. It was made ten years, eh, eleven years after Songs for a New World came out. But on this recording. And performed at Lincoln Center because they they this cast performed at Lincoln Center was the exact same cast as the original Songs for a New World. That's my head exploding. And that that's Julia Murney. No, nope. Jessica Malaski. Jessica Malaski. Brooks. Andrea Burns. Andrea Burns. Brooks. Brooks is Manchkis, and John. the original 
other, not Ty Taylor, but Billy Porter. Billy Porter famously was in Songs for New World, but he had a recording contract, so RCA could not record him for Songs for New World, so they had to hire Ty Taylor to do So wait his a minute, track. I haven't even heard of this. So wait, this is the the original cast so of... So I haven't even said this, the, the, the show yet. Yeah, but so but the original cast the of, original Songs, cast for of Songs for New World is doing another song cycle. Met again to do another song cycle. Not Jason Robert Brown, And though. then the fifth person on the recording that wasn't in that cast is Gavin Creel. Well, I don't even know what this is. is it's this called show? It's Only Life oh, by John, John Bacchino. That's right. Uh, it's it's epic. That I, smile I will, that lights your face. I love you for singing yeah. that. Oh, speaking. So there's so many connections here, which are really fun about this album. When oh. I first put this album on in 2006, I was on a road trip. I was driving from Atlanta to New York. It was one of those rare instances where you put on a recording and every song that you've never heard before, you're like... This is amazing. Yeah. Every single song did that for me. Much like the first time I ever played Songs from New World in 1997. Oh, you God, know? was that I, good. I remember that. I remember hearing that music for the first time and thinking, oh, my goodness, I've never heard anything like this ever. Jenny's afraid of water. Oh, God, I still me? cry when I hear it's that. It's so good. So imagine hearing the original, all those cast members joining again to do this, to celebrate this other writer, John oh. Bucchino. John Bucchino, um, you know, he... he he says that he thought he was going to be like an Elton John, a, a singer-songwriter kind of guy. But when he went to L.A. Um, in his younger years, they said, your songs are too complex. Your songs are too... There's too much going on. He found his voice. He, he does not read uh, or write music, but he, his, he can... He just... He writes music, but he doesn't literally, like, hand, you know, pen on paper write music. Yeah. yeah. But his, he's got a treasure trove of songs. He did have a show on Broadway called A Catered Affair. Yes. Uh, he has a really great album that was done uh, maybe 15 years ago called Grateful that had yeah. all like Ar- Arfunkel, Liza Minnelli, and Kristen Chenoweth. She sing, doesn't Liza Minnelli sing that face that, song? Uh, that that smile. smile, yeah. Well, so that smile is featured on this album, the It's Only Life album. But Brooks Ashmenka sings it, right? The whole company does. Oh, the whole actually. company. Uh, yeah, in fact, uh, oh, I'll get there. Uh, so this, this song cycle or this sort of you can, you could, if you have a theater, you could do this as a show. It's Marvelous. still being done. Oh, do it's it. only Please life. do it, people. But it is like Songs for New World, where there is no dialogue. It's it's song, 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 song. And the sort of concept is is um, you know yearning for more in your life and f- trying to find fulfillment and living in fear. And by the end of the song cycle. Uh, enjoying love and fearlessness. Give and me an arc. Give that's me an what arc. it is. And that, there is an arc to it. Daisy Prince, who is Hal Prince's daughter, who was the reason behind Songs for New World, she was the one that put this together as well. So there's lots of parallels. Also, um, that song that you keep talking about, that smile, is an ensemble number with all five voices. The vocal arrangement was done by... Jason Robert Brown. So what I love is Jason Robert Brown has had an effect on many, many, many different other writers. He, you know, if you listen to A New Brain, the original cast album, all the vocal arrangements, Jason Robert Brown. You listen to John and Jed, the Andrew Lippo thing, uh, there's a handwritten score that is Jason Robert Brown's handwritten score because he worked on that show as well. So what I appreciate about him is that he really, he spread the love around and he helped out a lot of the people. That smile, I would like you guys to listen to it. It's really good, but there's a moment in the middle of the song where they go into, let's uh, say we go into in transit land, if you will. Oh, it's amazing. And it's like, and part of me is is a little, <laughs> when Brooks, when, yes, that's it. When Brooks goes into the, the vocal, per, vocal percussive, mm-hmm. 
Um, I like it. I'm obsessed Question with it. mark? <laughs> but it's really good. And the vocal rain, it's amazing. And the song is beautiful. I've always loved that song. And on the other album, uh, the Grateful album, it's, uh, I believe it's Billy Stritch and Liza Minnelli sing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, which is a really nice duo. But in this album, it is the full company. Um, they, there are, pl- uh, I, 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 I tried to write songs that I liked from it. And I ended up just writing almost every single song. Yeah, you just song. write the whole album. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to find songs that were on his other albums, um, like Sweet Dreams, Unexpressed, that Adam Gettle sang uh, on that album, on the Grateful album. But then there's other songs called I'm Not Waiting, Love Quiz that Andrea Burns sings, which is this charming song about trying to find love and the fil- through the filter of, you know, one of those cosmopolitan, you know, quiz games that you play in the magazine and, and how that, you know, uh, the singer's uh, affection... Uh, the effect that that has on her. It, it's a it's a sweet album, and I'm a I'm a huge fan of it. And I just rediscovered it it's recently. It's only life. It's only life. Oh. It's not that big a deal. That's the lyric. That's such a good. That's uh, that's such a brilliant. I didn't even realize it was the same cast. Isn't that wild? You know what would have been really cool. You what? know what I wish Daisy Prince would have done. What if she had done that with like Andrew Lippa? Or Michael John Lacuse, like just like in just kind of the around. same cast. Adam Gettle, the come same on, let's cast. Do your stuff. Yeah, just doing the same evening. Can I give you a quick little shout out for Brooks Ashmankis? Yeah, he does the best, I think, on record version of "She Loves Me" I've ever seen in my life. Like she loves me, and, and to, to my, my amazement. amazement, it's online. He did it at the Huntington Theater Company really? in Boston. I swear to God, he was. Yes, he was George. He was not. Nope, he wasn't Sipos. Okay. And he is, it's perfect. Okay. He is brilliant. And you're like, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Because if George was a convention, my feeling is if George and Amalia look like conventional leading people. If he's like too sexy. Then you're like, well, they can get other people. Yeah. I mean, that's the, you know what I'm saying. No, I get it. But there's something a little. I get it. Also, you want people to contrast with Amalia, not Amalia, Kadai and Alona. Yes. You need a contrast there. And if they all look like they could be interchangeable, it's right. not so fun. They're like the hot couple. Yeah. But if you have a George and Amalia that look more average and more run of the mill, suddenly the show becomes very sweet. Oh, I like and that. he does a she loves me that I'm like is this is genius. Totally. So I want to oh, give wow, a shout that, out to thank him. You. That's really cool. Yeah. So it's It's only life. And the nineteen eighty five Tony Awards. Check it you out. There in the back row. Thank Rob. you. I'll be you here sang a week. lot today. That was I nice. did. I did. I have to be on vocal rest. And you can't <laughs> use any of this because I've got a contract with RCA. It's all copyright. It's all copyright. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Kevin, guess what? What, Rob? We now have over 50 iTunes reviews. Huzzah! Huzzah, indeed! We are climbing those iTunes rating charts. That's amazing. How do we climb even higher? Can you take (laughs) me high enough? Little Rock of Ages for you. Do you know I like that you took it up so high, too? You didn't (laughs) even... You, like, went right to the tenor place. I was going to do... No Robert Goulet. (laughs) No. Can you take me <laughs> high enough? Thanks for coming out tonight. Ooh, and my falsetto there. <laughs> Thank you. And a little Sergio Frankie? Yeah, a little Sergio. It's never over. <laughs> Much like the 24-hour buffet down in the lobby of the Dunes Casino. 
Me and Sid the Caesar. <laughs> Two nights only at the Mirage. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, lovely Ooh. listeners, this is where you come in. This is how we're going to climb those iTunes rating charts. That's right. Lovely listeners, if you love us, would you go to iTunes, click on the iTunes store, search for Behind the Curtain, Broadway's Living Legends. Then click on Ratings and Reviews. Under the Customer Reviews, click Write a Review. Then let us know what you think from one to five stars. That's right. And you can leave comments, too, like, Kevin Thomas is a god. Or, Rob, who the hell is Hervé Villachez? Who, 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 who is Hervé Via, you via sh- oh my God. I fell for it See? again. You fell for that it. wasn't even the, the script. Man has never done <laughs> one musical in his entire life, and he gets mentioned more than Stephen. Right, Sondheim. but I love him from James the Bond. Okay, anyway, oh, yes. guys, help us out, please. please. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now. And get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org. Because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.